We had a formal countdown today because this is a formal podcast as we discuss. Nah, it's not really formal at all. This is LP <laughs> from uh, Poor Horseman. Y'all already know we've been doing these um, Horseman Academy series to make sure that um, we can't always have alcohol. We can't always be laughing. We need to give you actionable things that you can take. The first episode, we had Brother Kevin Shelton. Um, he discussed the real estate process, um, what you might want to do if you had five to $10,000 to get started in real estate. Um, second episode, we had um, our brother CJ, the smart guy, talking to us about the crypto space and Bitcoin. And today, we have the pleasure uh, and she actually shoots some content here in the studio that y'all are going to learn about also today, because if you haven't tapped in, we want you to tap into her podcast also. But we have Crystal Smith today. Please introduce yourself to the audience, please. Sure. First of all, thank you for allowing me to come on the platform. No, you Thank you for coming. Of that, course. Please. You made time for us. So thank you. Absolutely. So my name is Crystal Smith. I am also known as the six figure single mom. So I am a uh, that is the name of my podcast. I do record here as well. Um, and I'm an accountant by day. Um, so I'm a cost accountant. And by night, I am a career coach and strategist. So what I do in the six figure single mom is I career coach and strategize with other single parents. Okay, so we we and we're gonna get right into it. Crystal and I talk. Crystal actually helps the studio, uh, marketing ideas, branding ideas. Um, so so I'm I'm excited just to have her on because I know some of the process. Yeah, and I think it'll be interesting for her to share that story. But first, let's start with the podcast. Okay, all right. You've recently launched your podcast, 10 episodes in. Can you tell the people what to expect from your podcast? Sure. So my podcast is a platform for other single parents that are doing amazing, progressive and positive things, um, male and female, because what I do stress all the time on the platform is that single parenting is not only just female or male. Um, there are tons of single fathers as well who have, um, you know, that responsibility financially, physically, and their children stay with them. So they are taking on full responsibility of their children. And it's just highlighting them because if I don't do it, then who else will? Exactly. Exactly. So why is that important to you, though? It's important to me because they're, single parents get a lot of flack, first of all. You know, the first thing you hear for women is like, you know, oh, we're gold diggers and all that stuff. <laughs> and then for the men, you hear uh, that they're deadbeats. And so it's me highlighting the fact that that's not true. Okay. That there are a lot of people out there that are, uh, that are actually making progress um, and doing it in a, at a rapid pace, actually. So it's important for me to highlight that because my motto in life is just being the change that I want to see in the world. Okay. Okay. So you, your brand though is the six figure single mom. Maybe break that down to people because I've heard you say a few times, it's not necessarily about the money. Mm -hmm. It's more of a, is it a lifestyle? Well, give me, give me your like tagline behind that. Yeah. So the six figure single mom brand is less about the money and more about your mindset. Shift. Okay. Okay. So don't get it twisted. I am a six figure single mom. Oh, you however. can pop it. Go ahead and tell them. You, well, know, you, know, <laughs> you know, let's, let's be clear. <laughs> um, 
But I don't, we don't focus on that. What we focus on is shifting our mindsets because what I've learned is a lot of times I've been able to make that money by shifting my mindset. And the mindset shift is what takes you to the money. You have to open your mindset. You have to be open to doing things that your peers might not want to do so that you have the competitive advantage in order to advance in your career. So there's a lot of mindset things that we have to do um, because when you become a single parent, you do go through a lot of mental anguish um, initially because nobody expects to be a single parent. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so give us a, an example then. Um, let's go right into mindset. Okay. Um, we, we, it sounds like you probably have um, positivity in most of your activity. Absolutely. But it's difficult for people to be positive. Yeah. In yeah. scenarios where it would feel like you should be more woe is me. Yeah. Yeah. What are some first tips that you would give people before we even jump into your coaching business? What are some of the first things you do to help people with their mindset? First, I tell people to focus on what you do have instead of okay. focusing on what you don't have. Because it's so easy to be woe is me when you're only focusing on the negative parts of your life. But when you focus on the things that are going well for you and you put your energy towards those things, then you can start to kind of shift your mindset in that area. And another thing that I tell people to do is invest in yourself. Okay. So um, you can't progress and you can't expect for people to buy into you if you're not making those deposits into yourself. Um, it's like when you go to a bank, if you don't deposit anything in, you can't get anything out. And it's the same way. So we do a lot of self work because um, there are things at home that could be potentially stopping you from progressing your mindset. So, you know, just try to focus on the things that you do have. You know, I, I always tell people, single parents, I um, am the number one person to tell you about all the things that I don't have, but I won't because I have so many other things. It's it's hard to not focus on what you want. So, OK, maybe let me clarify. You're saying focus on what you do have. Yeah. But a lot of people focus on what they want. How, how do you sure. how do you how do you stop yourself from like, man, I see this. I, I'm going to compare myself to that person. Well, how, how do you focus on that? And specifically, we're talking about single parents. Sure. Uh, that's a, hey, I, I see relationship goals on Instagram. I see couples go, like, how do you focus that attention there? What, what's that look uh, like? Log off Instagram, <laughs> log off Facebook. Um, so when you go into these platforms, they have like three little dots in the right hand corner at the top and you just click that and you just log off. No, but seriously. Yeah. Um, minimize your time on social media. And okay. I, I do go through that as well, because if you're constantly looking on social media, you're constantly comparing yourself to other people, you can, you'll never progress. Okay. Um, there's always going to be someone out there that's doing better than you are, but stay in your lane, um, put your head down, do the work yeah. that it takes in order to get the mindset shift. Sometimes that takes a professional. Um, coming in and speaking to you, um, you know, someone like a therapist or something like that to deal with you and your situation, because as single parents, everyone's story is so different. Correct. Um, and that's again on the on the platform. That's another thing that I highlight as well is no story is the same. So there's not one solution to shifting your mindset. So you have to assess what's going on, kind of getting to the root of the problem first, and then you can address those steps forward, but it has to be actionable things. So in your example, if you know that you look at social media and you have a tendency to compare yourself to other people, 
you just minimize your time from social media. So don't go cold turkey to where you feel like you're missing out on yeah, something. Yeah, that cold turkey is her. It's tough. It, yeah, it's I know. Tough. I know it's tough. But don't go cold turkey, but take those small steps. Maybe instead of five hours on social media, you know, go to 2.5. Okay. No, two and a half hours on social media. Um, if it's family that's triggering for you, also find things that are triggering for you. Okay. Uh, when shifting your mindset, that is a critical thing. Find what's triggering you. So if when you, you know, talk to a certain person, um, if your energy changes or something like that, um, be self-aware enough to know I probably shouldn't be around this person if I'm in this certain yeah. mindset. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you have to know yourself. There's not just one answer. Um, but my thing is to get to know yourself so that you know what your triggers are so that you know what the solutions are as well. Gotcha. OK, OK. Now let's talk through. Um, you were all even coaching me some there. So we're going to talk about the coaching um, version of six figure single mom. Yeah. Because, of course, you're you have your family. Sure. You have your career and then you also have your coaching business. Mm -hmm. um, talk to me like I'm a, <laughs> a a new person who is attempting to level up okay. and may be able to use your services. What should I expect? Okay. So first you should expect to shift your mindset. Okay. 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 <laughs> That's I like the that. first thing. And then the second thing you should expect is for us to assess what your desires are. Okay. So a lot of times when clients come to me, you know, they'll say, oh, oh I want to make X amount in my salary. And I'll say, oh, okay, well, what is that number backed by? And they look at me like. Uh, that's a tough question uh, though that's a tough question but, but it's not because as single parents we're one person in a household so you have to know your household finances um, because you have to know your needs versus your wants so we do the need versus want assessment um, we also do the Eisenhower method, yeah, which yeah. is where we kind of look at, you know, some things that could be put off, some things that could totally fall off, yeah. um, some things that you necessarily have to do. So we do several assessments. So I would first go through those assessments with you to find out where you are. Okay. And then uh, you would have to, you know, initially when people come to me, they don't know the answers, but that's the point, right, is for us to acknowledge that. So that we can say, OK, so how are you planning to progress in a certain area or advance in your career? Because these are the questions that I'm sure managers are asking Definitely. you Definitely. or managers are paying attention potential to potential jobs, potential yeah. um, job interviews that you're going on. So these are questions that are going to come. So that's a baseline of where we start okay. are the assessments. And then we move from there into actually doing the work and creating a strategic roadmap to get to where you desire to be. So a roadmap in in. You know, in each one of these conversations that we've had so far, people talking about there's a vision, mm -hmm. but a lot of people don't put the roadmap in place to get to the yeah, vision. Yeah, yeah. So, so what does that what does that look like? Let's use your career for example. Okay. What did that look like for you to get from like entry level to being a cost accountant on what you do now? Like, what does that process look like? So the process looks like you getting your education. Okay. So for me, it looked like undergrad. Um, for me, it looked like me interning okay. while I was in undergrad. For me, it looked like getting my master's degree. Um, and then it looked like me, you know, getting my first job in oil and gas and just kind of going from there, um, getting mentors, um, getting sponsors. Um, so mentors are people that you can go to to say, you know, I want to pick up a few things from you. Yeah. Um, sometimes I get them, you know, informal or sometimes I get them formally. 
um, your sponsors are those people that are going to speak for you when you're not in the room. So it's, it's you saying, hey, Crystal would be great for marketing. You know, I've used her before. I'm not in the room, but you're in the room. Yeah. So it's me getting everything that I need. And like I said, making those investments and those deposits into myself so that I am more marketable and have that competitive advantage when I need it. So when we create that roadmap, you know, I work in um, operations um, in the oil and gas industry, and we always talk about planning, strategizing, scheduling and executing. So we always have to, those are always the four main points that I focus on with my clients. Um, so that roadmap is going to show exactly that. Um, when we have our projects, we have a schedule. Every schedule has an activity. Mm -hmm. So I kind of create those roadmaps like we create the schedules when I'm at work. So each month has a certain goal that we should hit, but you also have your small activities yeah, that lead up to that goal. So that's a, that's kind of how I assess it from my standpoint is from a pro project execution standpoint. Yeah. I mean, you're a project managed by trade, <laughs> it sounds like. But I want to like kind of go back to something because sure. I think people will really appreciate this. You broke down the difference between a mentor mm -hmm. and a sponsor. Mm -hmm. um, sponsor, oftentimes people think are someone who is going to take care of things on your behalf. No, Th that's what people would assume. No. You know, they're, they're there to um, be in place of you, not to voice for you. Yes. Um, but can you explain the, the importance of mentorship? Mm -hmm. um, and I think you probably offer some mentorship for people as well. Yes. Sir. And then explain the importance of sponsorship. Okay. okay. So mentorship is extremely important, right? Because you need someone to show you the way. And that's how you should look at it. Mentorship is someone showing you the way. But it's also someone that's not afraid to tell you when you don't measure up. So be careful. Mentorship is very important, right? Because whenever you have mentors, then you have a certain level of growth. So I always make sure that wherever I go, I kind of sit back in the cut whenever I get a job and I learn who the key players are. Yeah. And then I pick my mentor. I'm strategically picking my mentor when I go to my first couple of meetings. So your mentor is important because your mentor is someone that's going to show you the way. Your mentor is someone that is going to help you level up. Also be very clear, your mentor is going to challenge you as well. So when you're not measuring up, your mentor is the one that says, um, I thought we talked about X, Y, Z, and I thought this is the path that we were going to take. I'm, I'm seeing that you're not doing that. So what's going on? Right. Because mentorship is very important. Right. Because when you take someone on as a mentee or when you're a mentor, that is essentially going to help that person grow. So it's a huge responsibility. Now, sponsorships are a little bit different in that sponsorships are people that are putting their professional capital on the line for you. Definitely. Whenever you're not in the room. Right. But they are just doing that when you're not in the room. You still have to seal the deal. So you still have to come behind them and you have to kind of solidify what that person, that sponsor is saying on your behalf when you're not in the room. Both very important things, though, because mentors and sponsors still always put their professional capital on the line for you. Yeah, and you definitely. don't want to take it for granted. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and I would add that um, sometimes your mentor they may see that you are outgrowing even roles that you're in. Absolutely. And they, they will put you in positions to be greater than you probably even assumed you would be. Let me tell you something. So um, when I got my first oil and gas job, I was in grad school 
And I went to my mentor. Um, my mentor, she was the director of um, recruiting. Okay. And so she's the reason I chose her is because she's familiar with every role that mm -hmm. is in the company. So I strategically picked her to be my mentor. Um, I watched her for about six months and then I formally approached her about a mentorship. Of course, she accepted, um, didn't know me from anyone, but she accepted because she was so impressed that I did that. And so um, took her on as a mentor. So I went to her and I said, you know what? I'm graduating from graduate school and I want to do something I've never done before. Mm -hmm. I want to be challenged and do something I've never done before. Do you know she told me that same day in that same conversation, um, I just had lunch with someone that wow. is needing someone in their department. Let me see if they'll be willing to interview you. And I'm sure they will. And, you know, let's see what happens from there. It was because of her that I even got the interview. But what was greater than that is that as soon as I had the interview, I walked back to the other building because we had two buildings at the time. I was on my way back to the other building from that interview. And on my way back, the guy calls her and says, we want her. She's talented. She's green. So she knows nothing about yeah, yeah. which means that yeah. I wasn't already brainwashed yeah, 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 about yeah. this yeah. role. I was green, which sometimes people think is looked down upon. Nah, nah, nah. But yeah, it's not. Nah, yeah. You being green in a role and not knowing anything about that role, but you being coachable and teachable are the two facets of, of things that are going to get you in the room and yeah. it's going to get you to stick while you're in the room. So she was the reason essentially why I got on the operations side to even become a cost analyst. No, that's, that's nice. Well, yep. that's the, that's the kind of stuff you want to hear, yep. but let, let's give some people some actionable things. Now, single parent, um, it's a challenge getting kids to and from places. It's a challenge yes. making ends meet. Um, it's a challenge navigating the corporate environment or the entrepreneurial environment. Mm -hmm. What's a piece of advice that you give someone in corporate who is a single parent? What's what's one thing that you would share as a part of your coaching to make sure that someone is navigating that space? And then we'll have a few follow-ups. Well, I'll give you two things. Okay. The first thing I would say is to strategize and utilize your internal network. Okay. So networking is something that you always hear me talk about, but networking is something that I always talk about. So your internal network, I'm talking about family members. I'm talking about friends. Um, I'm, I'm talking about anyone inside of your internal network that could help out with your children, have them to volunteer. I, this is, these are things that I did in my professional journey, have someone to volunteer one night a week that you can work late. So that you can at least show your company or the organization that you are with that you are willing to go beyond just the regular job duty of 40 hours to get done what you need to get done. Now, it's not to say that you're going to be working just to be working, but what it's going to allow you to do is that freedom and flexibility to not feel the pressure to leave whenever you need to leave. So just once a week is the commitment, just once a week. Um, and the second thing is to... Take it upon yourself to learn something additional that you already don't know, because we already know that as single parents, we're the only person in the household that is financially, you know, there. So you need that competitive advantage over your peers. Um, one thing that I did when I was freshly in oil and gas is I moved. I, we're in the Gulf Coast region. Gulf Coast region is popping in oil and gas. So I've moved to Louisiana a few times work so that I could make that per diem so that I could make that uplift um, that the projects were offering. But 
invest in yourself and do something outside of what your peers are doing, whatever that is for whatever industry you're in, invest in yourself. What what would be a, um, you know, we, we always ask questions on this. If you had $5,000 and in your case, obviously you, of course you could hire Crystal <laughs> to, to, to work with her. But if you had $5,000, what would you tell a, a single parent um, outside? Let's say their needs are met that they're, they're not at scarcity. Mm-hmm. What is something you would recommend to a single parent? If they had that amount of money, what could they do to help them, you know, escalate in their career or their entrepreneur journey, something along those lines? I would tell them to find something to invest in. Okay. So for me, it's, I invest in my company stock. You know, I've had conversations about mm-hmm. that um, in regards to what types of yeah. Um, stocks or bonds or a company stock that you want to invest in, but always invest your money into something that's going to get you a return because it's, that's how your money grows essentially. So you, you know, you can decide to put it in a bank in your savings, but I would just say, you know, make sure that you have a savings, but also to make sure that you're investing your money into something that's going to get you a return, not something that where you're going to be flossing yeah. and, you know, showing up and we, pulling we up. Like and Jordans. We like Jordans. <laughs> yeah. And for, and for us single moms, you know, we purses and shoes yeah. and, and and all those other things. But I'll be honest, most re- most responsible single parents, we don't spend money on yeah. just frivolous things. You know, we're already saving. We're already making sure that uh, for rainy day comes, we're already making sure if our kids are in activities, yeah. we have the funds for that. We're already planning for vacations with our kids and stuff every year, you know, things like that. But um, for your specific example, just to invest your money into something that's going to actually help it to grow. Okay. Now, now CJ mentioned investing in your personal brand. What type of work have you done for your personal brand, because what people don't realize is everyone's a brand. Yeah. You don't know it. Yeah. But you are. Everyone is a walking billboard. Yeah. When people see you, they they are immediately making a judgment of you without you speaking a word. Absolutely. Um, and then social media elevates that tenfold. Yeah. So yeah. so what have you done to help your brand? And then what do you do to help other people with their brands? Sure. So I'm kind of smirking a little bit because when uh, Facebook first came out, my mom would post the worst pictures of me. (laughs) And I would get so, no, seriously, I would get so mad at her. You know. I I do. I would get so mad at her and she'd be like, what's the big deal? And I'm like, mom, I'm a walking brand. Yeah. And, and, and those would be my words to her. I'm a walking brand. So your personal brand matters. People watch you more than you think they do. They're watching what you're saying. They're watching what you're doing. Not only your children, but other adults are watching what you're doing. So your personal brand is very important. And essentially in life, you want to practice what you preach. Yeah. So, you you know, those that moral compass that you have, you know, those things that you're always saying you're about, you essentially want to be about those things because I don't want to do business with anyone whose personal brand is not put together yeah yeah no doubt you know it's your it's like your portfolio your walking portfolio your personal brand matters to everyone around you but specifically it should matter to you first so keeping that in line yeah that's important and and what would you help a single parent with because they're going to be like man that's hard work I'm, i'm already the the only provider or i'm co-parenting etc what what can you do to help a single parent with their personal brand it's your mindset shift (laughs) right 
Is that going to be the key? Is that going to be the name of this episode then? Shifting your mindset? Shifting your mindset. Give us an example. Because your personal brand is everything. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't stress that enough. Your personal brand is everything. And I know sometimes it is a lot being a single parent. I'm not going to sit here and lie. It took me a couple of years after my daughter was born for me to even get it together. It is a lot because everything changes. I mean, I, you know, everything changes, but you are who you are. So your, your personal brand should matter to you first. And that's why I say your mindset shifts. So for my clients, you know, I make it clear and, and we go through these examples. If you are turning into the parking lot on two wheels every day, why would I want to hire you? Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I can't give you more responsibility because I don't know if you're going to make it into work on time. When you get to work, your hair is all over your head and your clothes look like, you know, you didn't iron them and things like that. And then when you get there, you don't care to speak to anybody. You're like, just be happy I showed up today. Your personal brand matters. That Those are all things that are a part of your personal brand. That That's not your professional brand. Yeah, that's just you as a person. That's your personal brand. Yeah. So I, I always go through that with my clients because it's important for them to know that people are watching you. And if you, you know, if you're telling me, well, you know, I don't care to, to ask anybody how their morning is going or I don't care to ask them how their family is doing. Then you can't expect for someone to invest in you if you don't want to invest in them and getting to know just a little bit about them. I'm not saying you have to go to lunch with them or anything like that. But what I'm saying is, though, I mean, to me, that's just generic. Yeah. You know, speaking to someone when you yeah. enter a room and things like that. I mean, that's just common courtesy. Yeah. You know, so your your personal brand, we, we do discuss that your personal brand matters because it's essentially what your sponsors are going to put their professional capital on the line for as well. Gotcha. gotcha. They're looking at you personally. They're looking at you professionally, but they're looking at you personally as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm seeing the theme of this episode. Um, a lot of your attention, at least in the early stages with people is around their mindset. Yes. Because being able to get out of our heads with all of the junk. Exactly is probably one of the most important things because mm -hmm. often people don't even get started. You know, they're, they're, they're waiting to do these things until they feel like it's perfect or yeah. it has to be in a certain way. But if you kind of just get started, you figure it out as you go along. Think about it when you go to the gym, Yeah. right? Before you go to the gym, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. When you get there. Yeah. You be blasting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. So half the battle is getting to the gym. But when you get to the gym, you start seeing everybody around you that's in shape. You start seeing people lifting. I love cycling classes. I start seeing people blasting in the cycling classes. And then you feel so accomplished. Yeah. But your mindset is, you know, I, if you don't give yourself an option, you know, I'm going to the gym every, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. I'm going to the gym every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And being resilient. Um, that's another thing. Be Being resilient. There are certain things that are going to come into your life it, for a reason. You know, but again, going back to that gym example, if you don't, you know, go to the gym and lift those weights and things like that, you won't get stronger where it's the same thing for your mind. Yeah. If you don't flex 
Yeah. Um, you know, your mindset, all the things, all the components that go into having a stronger mindset um, and then being disciplined. You know, once you get your mindset straight, then you can then comes the discipline. I can still eat McDonald's, though. Right. Like, is that, um, is that a you part can of my... every now and then, because I did tell you on some of those episodes, <laughs> on some of those episodes, you that know, my McDonald's, McDonald's order was ridiculous. Your McDonald's orders were starting to it's, show. It's, it's delicious, though. It's delicious. But you have to be disciplined to say, OK, I love McDonald's, but I'm only going to eat McDonald's so many times. Dang, that hurts. That yeah. hurts. So, yeah. all right. Tell people where they can find you, how they can get in touch with you, what's the best way to contact you, and then let them know where to find the podcast. Sure. So on Instagram, I am at the Six Figure Single Mom. I put out a lot of um, content that, you know, is going to help you along as a person as well as professionally. And then also on Facebook, you can find me at Six Figure Single Mom. On LinkedIn, you can find me at Six Figure Single Mom Company. Um, and then on YouTube, yes, you can find me as six figure single mom. I would love for you guys to come and check the channel out and subscribe. That's also where I post all of the content that I record for the, so you're a single parent. Now what podcast? And she's on all streaming services as well. Yes. Apple, Spotify, iHeart. So if you prefer a audio experience, you can go listen to her on an audio experience as well. I, I enjoyed this conversation because. Um, oftentimes hearing from people in different perspectives, mm -hmm. like you're coming from it more of a mindset. And I don't usually think about people shifting their mindsets. Yeah, yeah. I usually just think, why aren't they doing it? Like, but see that. So yeah. for people like you and I, it's easy for us to think that way. But um, I, I'll be honest, the reason why I started my business, one of the reasons why I started my business is because uh, one of my friends, um, you know, she just kept saying, Crystal, you know, you just people are just not like you. Like, you know, you you think that everyone can just jump up and do things. She's like, but even including myself, you know, I can't just do that. So yes, yeah, sometimes it is like, why are you not doing it? But then that's why I say you have to find, and let's be clear. I know that there are a lot of people in the coaching space right now. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. There are a lot of people in the coaching space is extremely saturated, but that is the reason why it's so important for you to find someone that actually cares yeah, yeah, about yeah. your mindset shift. Because my goal is always for the longevity piece of it. So it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You know, I don't hope to have coaching clients for 10 years, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, for even a year, you know, I, six to nine months, you know, three to six weeks, figure depending it out, on, yeah. you know, where you are in your journey. I want to invest in your mindset because we're in a manifestation error and, and everything like that. And that kind of goes along with mindset, but discipline. Yeah is a part of it as well. And it's the, it's that execution piece for me that I'm talking about with the projects is that you have to execute. You can plan, you can schedule, you can strategize, but if you don't get up and go shoot with me in the gym. Yeah, straight up. It's never going to happen. Never going to happen. So find yeah. a coach that cares about your professional growth, but also find a, a coach that cares about you as a person as well. All right. And I think I think we'll leave it there. Someone needs to come shoot with me in the gym. <laughs> I don't shoot anymore since I had my knee surgery. Those of you who've been following Poor Horseman, y'all know what that's about. But that is episode three of um, Horseman Academy. Yeah. And also before we end, yeah. I'm having a resilient yes. parents brunch. So I'm having a Resilient Parents Brunch. It's going to be on September the 24th. Um, it's going to be a three-course meal. There's going to be four dynamic speakers. I have a speaker that I have been watching for so long. Okay. 
She has almost 100,000 followers okay. on Instagram. I have been following her for so long. She is a very good businesswoman. She is also has children as well. She's going to come and grace our presence with the That's brunch. That's great. Um, and so, you know, when she sees what I'm doing, she hit me in the DM like, hey, I want to be a part of what's going on. So, you guys, this is you. You are going to be in for a big treat. So, September the 24th, you can find the tickets at The Six Figure Single Mom. In my link tree is the first item in my link tree bio. So you can go there. It's going to take you to the RSVP. And in the RSVP are the details for how you can send your cash app for your fee. Okay. All right. Y'all heard it here. Resilient Parent yes. Brunch. Yes. Six-figure single mom on all platforms. And y'all go tap in with it. That's episode three of Horseman Academy. Yep. We out.